This week on Nintendo Main. Hadouken! Byouken! Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 72. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, exaggerated flat top, Johnson. And I'm Jeremy Shocky in the corner, Mikowski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, kick, kick to the knee, Mikowski from Old Blanca. Or Jimmy, old, old as we Tanya call Harden him. Mikowski. Is the old Jimmy. Yeah, that was his name, right? He was Jimmy in Blanca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was his story. He was like dropped out of an airplane when he was a kid or something like that. And then he got crazy tattoo on his skin and now he's green yeah there's actually a joke about that in uh killer instinct if you ever like put in the code to play as idol and beat the game with idol he has an ending similar to blanca which is pretty funny like where uh, like his parents find him and they're like billy we lost you you know like billy idol oh. like the idea and he ends up killing his parents <laughs> so oh. it happens because he's like not really billy but yeah there's like a parody in there which is pretty cool anyway um this is uh this nintendo main episode 72 i think i said that already but it's good to hear things twice. Let's uh let's talk about the news for a while. There's some stuff that happened. Oh yeah, let's uh let's talk about the arms test punch. We played that That's last right, week yeah, on one Friday. Bigger things from the week. Yeah. Um, how many times did you play? I only I was only able to do it once. I only did the one p.m. one on Saturday, unfortunately. Oh, similarly, I've only played it uh, one p.m. I think I saw you on line. Uh, of course, I couldn't match up with you, but oh okay. Yeah, I was on the one p.m. one, and actually, my dumb dumb self thought it started at two because i believe that's when the splatoon test fire had started oh yeah but uh so it's about 125 and i'm like wait was it one so i looked online <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. crap so I, I got to my um office where i have my switch hooked up currently because i wanted to stand up and play it with motion controls and i got it going and i was able to play two matches before it disconnected me the first time and then uh after that it would disconnect as soon as I got connected to a match. Oh, yeah. My theory being, hopefully, uh, that my Switch was further away from my router than it was when I played Splatoon. Next time I do it, if there is a next time, in June, right? Sometime in June. Oh, no, it, it's it's this week. It's coming up, actually. It's this, it's this weekend. Okay, Cause, cause well, June if is, I'm able uh... to play it again on this Saturday, I'm going to play it in my living room right next to the modem. Yeah, because June is today, technically. <laughs> it's June 1st right now. It is technically. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it, next weekend, and that's another news thing. But next weekend, they're doing it again, and this time you can play basketball. Like the basketball mode will be on there, which is cool. So we get to try that out. Like this one had a uh, volleyball, which I really wasn't very good at either. And this this one has basketball, and I think it has some of the target punching stuff too in there. That's what I heard. So they're adding they're adding some more extra stuff like for you to try out. But I definitely want to try basketball. That game looks really fun. Yeah, it looks a uh, kind of unconventional. Yeah. How did you fare against the masses and, and the arms? Actually, first off, how did you play it? I played it motion controls. You and did? And I played, I was only able to play the uh, versus mode with uh, three people. Oh, okay. You didn't get, you didn't do the volleyball? Like they didn't? No. Because it was all was random. Like in, But I played volleyball probably like three times, I think. Yeah, I never got to play volleyball, Yeah, unfortunately. I feel, I feel like I got all of the stuff. And I used, I made sure and used all of the characters too. Like I went, like I kind of like went down the line and tried all of them. Oh, I, very I, nice. I basically went through and did the tutorial with motion controls. And I was like, uh, this isn't for me. So I played the whole thing on the pro controller without motion controls. 
which I didn't. I like it better like that because my character was kind of like moving on its own. With even when I'm like trying not to move, he's still moving. Like I ran into stuff like that, so I just nixed it like right off the bat and just went with just straight up uh, regular controls, and it's you know worked better for me. I still I sucked at it. I think I yeah. won like one time. Man, some of those people but, uh, are really good already. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they, or they're just better at fighting games in general, but. Um, that yeah. one, that one versus one versus one, whatever you call it, the three, the three person. Yeah, the the three way or whatever. Crazy. Yeah. Um, my my best strategy was to get someone between me and the other person, and then like kind of try to hit both of them. Oh yeah. But, but that's the same thing the other two people were trying to do. Yeah. So kinda. we were just kind of like uh, wrestling over who could be on the outside, and sometimes I would like think I was going to be on the outside, then all of a sudden someone would grab me, and I was not anymore. Oh yeah. There's a lot of grabbing happening. Yeah, what I noticed on it is I would be like, like I'd be, we'd both be like beating up on one guy, like we'd both be hitting one guy, and I'm like, wait, where's this other guy at? And then I like change my, like if I don't know how it is on motion, but if you move the uh, second analog stick, you can switch your your view from one guy to another. So like I changed my target to the other guy, and I saw his like life was full, and I'm like, well shit, I'm gonna go after him. So I would try to go after the other one, but I think like at least like three or four times, I think I died like mid throw. Like where I would grab somebody to throw them and they would punch me like while I'm throwing the other person <laughs> and I would get knocked out like there, like while I was yeah, trying to throw somebody else. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's temporary invincibility or whatever while you're doing moves. No, not not at, not at all because I got knocked out like at least like two or three times with that when I would get hit in the face like while I'm trying to throw somebody. Did you try all the guys? Did you do like Helix and uh, Min Min and, and all them? I played with Min Min and uh, Helix. Helix is the hair guy, right? Uh, Helix is the um, blob. Is the oh no, weird, like... toothpaste hair man. Oh, that's yeah, that's Ribbon Boy, or yeah, Ribbon Boy, right? Yeah, or no, Spring Boy. I don't remember. Yes. I played with Spring <laughs> Boy and with Min Min. Yeah, I, I tried playing with other characters, and that's when it stopped connecting. Oh yeah, because I, I the first time when I when I tried getting connected to it at the very beginning, it said like unable to connect. So I was like, oh crap, maybe it's not going to work. But after that, it was fine. Like I just. You know, I just started into it again, and then it connect, and then it kept connecting, and it was fine. I didn't get thrown out after that. So, and if you and if you hit a, the, did you try like any of the practice stuff? Because I think if yeah, you if you push I like do. Y in between, like Y or X in between matches, you can like do some of the target stuff, break the targets type thing. Yeah, I did the fun. target, um, and all the target guys were the blob guy. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Uh, I mean, you were already sold on the game, right? Did it like sway you one way or another to actually get to try it? I think it's something I'm going to, yeah, I think I'm going to get it. I want to try it out. I, I like to jump on a, something before it blows up and try to be one of the first people to learn how to play it, I guess. Yeah. That's how I felt with Splatoon. Like, I was like, I should get this early because I won't get my ass handed to me. And I was pretty good for a while there at the very beginning. Like, when it first started, when everybody was trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. And uh, I have no doubt that I'm immediately going to be worse than most people. Yeah. But it's still fun. And, and yes, I haven't tried it with the uh, non-motion. Non-motion controls might be what I have to do at first. Yeah. But yeah. I do think in um, if you're going to play this two-player in person, the motion controls are probably more fun. Sure. I mean, I just don't... I don't know. I feel like I've kind of, like, grown out of motion controls. I'm just not really... I'm just not really into it anymore. And, like, just trying... Like I, like I said, I went through I went through the tutorial, and I played it for a while, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I don't really like this. So I just... All I did was I just exited out and went into the menu, like the regular Switch menu, and just went to 
window controllers and like you know did like change grip and like just turned on the pro controller and then i just used the pro controller and it just automatically switched to that when i was playing the regular game so it was really easy to switch i didn't have to like go into a menu or anything i mean you Very had nice. to like just change just switch which controller was player one but that's all i did but i didn't try it uh, i didn't try it handheld like I, I just i played it all on the tv so maybe next time i'll try i'll try some handheld stuff likewise i only i just had it on my tv yeah. Because I wanted to do it like we did at the test event. Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, did your arms get tired <laughs> from swinging at the air? Or did it feel... I don't think so. Um, I don't think there was time for that to happen. I probably played a total of uh, 10 to 15 minutes before I got booted repeatedly. Oh, yeah, that sucks. I'm hoping it works better on this one this one coming up i am too friday saturday sunday so i'm sure i'll, I'll try to get like for me i just kind of woke up i didn't like set an alarm or anything i just happened to wake up before one and i'm like oh yeah splatoon and then i actually on sunday i read the time wrong and i was like all ready to play at seven and it was seven in the morning not seven at night because i thought there was a seven at night one too because there was one the day before so i missed out on sunday night or i, I thought there was gonna be a sunday night and it didn't happen so that kind of bummed me out but hopefully this weekend there'll be more stuff but we're uh we're like getting real close to e3 because it's basically was it like next episode would probably be like our e3 predictions and then it's full on e3 after that so we, so we only got like one more episode before we get into like whatever battle kingdom whatever it's called uh mario rabbits and all that and all that stuff which i'm sure we'll actually know about for sure at e3 i think we're gonna learn some exciting stuff yeah I, it would be really funny if like that uh, if the mario rabbits thing was just this elaborate joke that just kept going and going and going and it was never true but <laughs> i doubt that i think it is an actual thing i think it's real and i once again i think it's nintendo paying the piper yeah they owe, they owe this one to ubisoft maybe or maybe they were just like because they're trying to make it sort of like the wii again you know with the motion control they're like ubisoft's like hey remember those rabbits guys they were cool right let's uh let's do I, some stuff with them like okay <laughs> i did see an internet comic on i believe it was on the switch subreddit today and it was uh Mario's standing there and he's talking to rayman he's like hey i really think your last few games have been great um, your ga- your company has always been great to Nintendo. We should team up and do an adventure together. And Rayman's like, oh, that's great. Um, I have really good platforming abilities. Um, all of my characters are easily recognizable and would translate well to an RPG. And then Mario interrupts him. He's like, oh, sorry, man. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that guy. And it was the, <laughs> the rabbit standing behind him. And the rabbit behind him is just like, blah! <laughs> yeah, he's just like, like drooling. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He's just like, rah, 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 whatever, you know. Just screams screams and pours wasabi in his mouth that's like the only one of the <laughs> like one of the uh previews for the rabbits game on wii that i remember there's a part where he gets like smashed by a sumo guy and like the rabbit guy just takes this like big tube of wasabi and just like squeezes it into his mouth to try to like make him forget wow. the pain of being squished by a sumo person it was really weird it's like all those videos that are like you know rabbits can't do this they can't do that but they can dance like those videos if you remember those yeah the rabbits are very i mean they're weird but they're weird in a hopefully popular way it's kind of like what ubisoft's hoping sure yeah and i did i did play that game i mean i played that wii game but it was i saw it today Raven, Raven, a, rabbits. A game, i went to a game store today and I won't say that I considered buying it, but I did see it. Oh, you considered buying it for a second, I'm sure. You were like, hmm. Is this will worth... This, will this help me with Kingdom Battle? A five-second chuckle. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean it, it was cheap. I think it was under 10 bucks. The one thing, the only thing I remember from that game is that there were some cool, like, light gun game type modes in there where you would, like, shoot them with toilet plungers. And you'd, like, go, and it was, like, an on-the-rails, like, light gun thing, and you would just kind of shoot them. And I thought that was funny and fun to play. So that's the only thing I remember from that game. 
And I think yeah. I just, I think I rented it and tried it out. Didn't end up not buying it because I didn't care. But I would have never I'm thought that they'd come back around. I'm still happy staying away from Sensor Bar. I, like, I've been happy not to have to use it these yeah. past few months. <laughs> I mean, I like, a, I, I know I talked against like motion control and all that. But I do, I do like motion aiming, like with the sensor bar. I still think that's cool. Like, I'm not completely against that. But even though in multiple past episodes, I've talked about like how I didn't, how I wasn't going to get Ultra Street Fighter 2, I still ended up buying that game after it came out just because I couldn't, I knew you would. couldn't resist the Hadoken. Well, I, you know, I had some extra money and I was like, I can do it. And I, same thing, I wanted to like, like we were talking about earlier, I wanted to get online and like, you know, pummel some people because I thought there might be some people in there that didn't know it that well. Which I was incorrect. There's some pretty good people in there, but, <laughs> but I did. But I have won a couple times, just not as much as I thought. But yeah, I, I wanted to play online and see how where everybody was at. So I did end up getting it. But what I was getting at? Oh yeah, the way the way of the Hado. <laughs> I played that for like a for less than a minute, and I was like, okay, I don't need to play this anymore. Yeah, it's just kind of like I like the tilt aiming stuff for motion controls, but I think that's about it. I, I I don't think we need any of the other stuff. And I like that. I understand, yeah, they're trying to push some of that stuff with the Switch to try to get that audience from the Wii, but it's really good that you don't have to do that is the best thing about it, that it's, like, set up. It's not set up like the Wii where you have to buy, like, the separate controller to have traditional controls that are already on there. So at least they got that going. Right, so they're making the gimmicky games very optional. Yeah, I mean, but there's... Just, like, 1-2-Switch that nobody bought. Yeah, well, I mean, 1-2-Switch is, like, more... as <laughs> a gimmicky game that nobody bought. But something like ARMS, just saying, like, you can play it without motion control. You know, I think that's a really good... It's a step in the right direction. You know, giving people options. And it doesn't alienate any members of the Nintendo audience that might yeah whoever wants to, to play it like controls. that yeah and it doesn't make you buy anything extra you can play it like without motion with what what the system comes with you don't have to get out go out and get a separate controller for that you just got to set it up differently it's cool i mean i'm glad that there's that option but i'm for arms i kind of just i really want to play through the single player stuff is what i want to do i want to play that for a while any like a uh, fighting game that i get i always want to just go through the arcade mode for a while you know and just kind of get used to the characters before i get start fighting people and that's kind of what I've missed for arms, I think, for the test punch. Just need, I just need some time. You know, I need to play the con- computer for a minute and figure out like what works and what doesn't. Oh yeah, and get just getting used to the controls, like you said, that's the most important part. Because if you don't know how to control a game, you're more likely to give up on it. And uh, I think it'd be better to to step into a match fully confident that you can get all around on the feel as you need to and even if you can't win at least you can navigate yeah there were some cool uh there's some cool levels that i got to play though that did you go to there's that one like japanese looking one that has like the stairs i think we i think we talked about it on the after the direct but there's one that has like three levels with like stairs going down i did not get to play that uh played one one that had pillars i remember well, there's the one that has, like, the pillars that look like there's, like, test subjects in there. That's, like, Helix's level. And you can, like, break them. They're, like, pillars made out of class. Yeah. Yeah, there's, the, there's like, those that look like they had some sort of, like, body in there or something like that. And I remember the one with the stairs. I don't know if you get to play the – were you able to play the ramen bowl? Was that on there? No. Okay. So there's still more stuff to see. Plus, they only showed, like – what was it? There was only, like, maybe six characters on there out of the ten of them, I think. It was, yeah, I think you're right. It was very few. Yeah, because it was like Spring Boy and Ribbon Girl and Mechanica and Min Min and Helix and and the Mummy. So that's that's six, I think. But I, I made sure and played it all of them. You know, I tried doing the block thing with the Mummy, and I saw like some of my life coming back, but didn't come back quick enough, of course. But yeah, I tried to I tried to try out all the different weapons. Is there anything that like stuck out to you that you thought was your favorite of like all the different hands or like you know gloves and shit? I'm still partial to Min Min's. Like default dragon um, gloves. I know they're a little weird, but I still think they're really cool. 
Yeah, it was a, that's the one that kind of spreads, right? Yeah. Like it'll like shoot and then it'll like kind of like spread around like a good amount of area, like the laser will that comes out of it the It also dragon. kind of remain once it starts spitting fire, it remains stationary no matter how you move. So oh, okay. Yeah. Continue aiming at the same spot. I liked, uh, who is it? I think it's, it's probably Helix's, but I like the one that's like a shield, the guardian, to kind of okay. like, you throw it out and it only goes like halfway and it'll, and it'll block. But if you push it again, it goes farther. Which it took me a bit to figure that out, but once you figure it out, it's a really cool weapon to have. Because you can block and then attack all in one go. Yeah, but it's like two things. Like, you can put it up and block with it, but if you punch again, it'll go and hit them also. So, it's kind of like, uh, it was a cool thing to have. So, don't use it for, uh, don't use it for volleyball, because it didn't work that well for me on volleyball. But volleyball was a whole, was a whole other thing. You didn't, you didn't get to play it, but I was just having a really hard time getting that ball on the other side. Was like, it one on one or was it three players again? No, it, it, it was a, it was two on two. I was playing two oh, on two okay. for volleyball, I think, even though I think there might have been a one on one one too. But what I, what I ran into is like your characters like constantly targeted on the volleyball. So when they hit the ball, volleyball, volleyball like really far back, you turn, you know, your character turns to the left to where it's facing like away from the net. So you have to kind of jump around and try to find a way for your character to like hit it back towards the net, you know, because it automatically when it goes past you, it already has you pointing away from the net. So if you hit it, you're hitting it more into your side and not their side. So like I, that was the problem that I had with volleyball was just trying to get it back to the other, you know, to the other side of the thing to the to the other to actually get a point. And if you keep the and if and if you keep the ball in play for long enough, it turns into a bomb, and it'll end up like exploding on whatever side it's on, and then and then the other person will automatically get a point if it's you know if it's not on their side. So that's kind of another thing that it's like on a timer, and you only I think you we only got up to like maybe like three or four points per side, so you didn't have a whole lot of time to play either. And once the timer went out, like whatever points you were at, you either got a draw or, or um you know you lost. But I did get a couple draws. I got more draws than I got wins, so I guess that's better than just losing yeah, all the fair. time and i and i did play there was i played the like four player all-out brawl you know where it's like you know there's four people but you're not on teams like similar to the three-player one and that was kind of fun it kind of reminded me of like the old wrestling games did you get to did you get to do any of the tag team stuff like the the two on two like where you're tied together nope everything that i did was uh the only mode i ever played and must have been random was the the battle mode with three people oh okay yeah, because I, I did that for a while too, and I felt bad because I failed my teammate every time, and <laughs> never made it. And I was hope, and I was hope, always hoping that like after I got knocked out, they would somehow prevail and I'd still win. But that didn't happen either, so I still didn't make it. But I mean, aside from that, I just need more practice, I guess. Yeah, I agree, and um, hopefully, I'm hoping it works better next time for me, and I get started earlier. Um, definitely by limiting the timing of each match, it's promoting a rapid fire. You know, play a match, play a match, play a match. So, sounds like you get a lot of the game in a short period of time. Oh, sure. In this demo. So that's kind of cool. It'll, uh, it'll be fun to mess around with the basketball. And I guess I probably won't get to try volleyball until the retail version. Yeah. I think they're, yeah, I think they're switching them out, but I think, ba- I hope that basketball is going to be better than volleyball. Cause volleyball wasn't really, I was having a hard time with it, but I, you know, who knows? I might have a hard time with, volley- with uh, basketball too. I just like the idea of it. I think it's a cool creative thing. Arms comes out two weeks from this Friday. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because there's a, this, I was hoping that they would do the, they would do the demos right into the release, you know, where it'd be like one arms test punch, another one, and then after, right after that it would come out. But I guess it's the two arms test punches, and then it's going to re-release like right after E3 then, right? Pretty much? Yep. Yes, yeah, so, so then they can like, well, if they do that, then they can preview it a bit at E3, right? Because that would be that weekend, because uh, E3 is like this, what is it, like the, the 11th? 
Yeah, it's the weekend. Uh, it's like the twelve. What's like the twelfth through the fifteenth, or twelfth through the fourteenth? It says thirteenth through fifteenth. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's that week. Regardless. So it's immediately after on the sixteenth. So it'll be on the sixteenth. So yeah, they can they can try to build it up during E three in hopes that people will buy it like right then. So that's that. <laughs> I saw that uh, the guys who made I Am Setsuna, they announced that they're making a new game for the Switch coming out next year. Did you see that? I did not. It was actually on... Uh, I mean, I noticed that they had talked that they were going to do something, but they actually... Square's, uh, Square's Twitter, I, that's how I found it. I found it through Square's Twitter, because I was actually looking... I was just looking for, like, Fire Emblem Echoes, like, hashtag that to see what it would bring up, and it, it came to that, to the to the hashtag Square, and it's um it's called The Last Sphere, I think, is what it's called. But it looks like another another traditional RPG. But it's a switch. It's a switch exclusive. So that's that's pretty rad. So they must have liked the uh, reception Setsuna got on the Switch. Yeah, which I have nothing to do with. <laughs> yeah, me either, because I didn't get it. Maybe we'll see our first game sale at E3 or leading up to E3. The the Lost or no, it's coming out on PlayStation Four. Actually, it's not an exclusive, but it's cool that the Switch is included. It's coming out on PS4, Nintendo Switch, and Steam. But it's called Lost Sphere, is what it's called. And, uh, and like Square tweeted about it, uh, yesterday, said, Restore the world's, world's memories in Lost Sphere coming out in early 2018 on PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Steam. Hashtag Tokyo RPG Factory. Katamari, but the RPG version. I guess. (laughs) You're rolling a giant sphere around the world to restore things. Oh, that would be interesting. I mean, there's a trailer on here for it. Oh. I didn't really watch. I mean, I watched enough to see that it's like, oh, there's a world map, and there's guys there's guys running around. It's a map, and there's people in the map, and the map is also viewable from a, a menu. Yeah. Look at it right now. There's, there's, a whole, there's a whole lot of clouds around, a lot of emptiness, you know, a lot, a lot of empty areas. Because you got to restore shit. Yeah, for sure. But I saw, like, the isometric, you know, it looks, looks pretty clean. I'll try it out, for sure. Hopefully it's not, well, it might be, like... 40 bucks like i am setsuna which i can't say anything because i got street fighter 2 for 40 bucks but, <laughs> but yeah it looks cool i was just I, I was just wanted to watch the rest of it to see if there happened to be some sort of like lonely rolling star in here <laughs> from katamari got me intrigued uh, now that you said that it was in there but i'm seeing a whole, yeah, a whole lot of nothing up. basically all i'm seeing is i'm just walking walk around dungeons which is cool i mean dungeon crawlers are fun yeah this is exciting so it's did you find it it's the creators of I am Setsuna, but they're working for Square, or cool. Square is publishing it. Yeah, I am Setsuna is a Square game. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, graphically it looks similar to I am Setsuna, but the the atmosphere is different. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah the trailer doesn't show, just kind of just kind of shows them walking around doing a dungeon. There's a part where like uh where the fog is lifted and you see like a town appear. So yeah, it's kind of like a looks kind of steampunky. I wonder if it's like a. <laughs> like Dragon Quest Seven, where you have to like go back in time and and get different parts of the map and bring the map to the future or to the present, that'd be cool. Oh, and Sphere's spelled different. Yeah, it's spelled with uh like here, like H E A R instead of uh E R E. Hmm. Maybe that's the name of the world. Sphere. Maybe they're just being uh just being Japanese with their stuff. I don't know. 
<laughs> you know where I like to like to spell things wrong for the fun of it. It's cool though. Yeah, I will try it out. I'm sure by the time this game comes out, I'll be wanting to play more more RPGs. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be uh, by the time it comes out, we we will have already played. Uh, oh, it says uh, on another tweet, it says that Lost Fear is a sequel to I Am Setsuna. Okay, but that's not straight from Square, so so I don't know. That's from another person. Whereas other people say new title, so I don't know. It, it looks, yeah, it looks looks super cool. But yeah, it's the same. Nice to see another Square thing on there. What's the uh, what is the other one? Uh, Project Octopath Drifter. Like when is that? Or Octopath Traveler. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> Isn't that supposed to happen this year? Or is that next year too? Octopath Traveler. Do you remember I don't that? Know. That we was, haven't heard anything about it since January. Yeah, that was when they. They, yeah, they showed that in there. And it, and that was by the guys who did, um, it's another like weird Japanese title. I have the first Bravely one. Default. Bravely Default, yeah. <laughs> well, like I'm sure we've said before, it seems like the Switch is really a friendly, uh, environment for JRPGs. So I say bring them on. Let's get more. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good thing. Let's load them up. Nothing better than taking your RPGs to go. For sure. And with the, uh, the fact on the Switch, you can just press the button and it goes to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about uh, saving and stuff, which is good. Uh, speaking as of, as long as you don't have a cartridge in and it pops out while it's in your bag, because I've heard of that happening to people. Yeah, well, I mean, it happens with the 3DS too. Because that always uh, freaks me out. The cartridge pad popping out on its own. I was gonna say. Speaking of trailers, did you see the new trailer for Sonic Mania? I didn't see there was a new trailer. I did see that the game's gonna be cheap. Oh yeah. Well, well. Um, there's a release date in the trailer. Okay. So there's a yeah, and it says that you can pre-order it now. I don't know if you can actually pre-order it on the Twitch eShop because there's a collector's edition. Yeah, but there's a yeah, it's it's looking like it's um yeah August. Look like it was like towards the end of August, something like that. I don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before, but we couldn't think of a game that was coming out in August. This is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we this couldn't. Is the we, big game for August, probably. Yeah, because we were trying to figure out what was filling in August because it's uh yeah because of Arms and Splatoon from June and July. So it's gonna be Sonic. I wish I wish Splatoon was coming out before Arms because I'm more excited for Splatoon two than than Arms because that's a game that I'll definitely play the crap out of, especially with that single player stuff that we saw. But Nintendo's gonna have a good thing going for them if like they uh, get more people in with Arms and then they say, well, if you like Arms, try this other multiplayer game yeah. that's online well i think they Maybe already they'll, yeah. uh, get a bigger audience yeah i think they already have people from that but yeah eight uh it's uh, august 15th is when uh sonic mania comes out for 20 so, bucks yeah which is good i i'm happy with that price that's the price yeah. a lot of stuff should be yeah in I mean, my opinion you'd buy another sonic game for 20 bucks right one that's not 3d heck yeah yeah you can get uh you can get it cheaper if you buy it through different sites online but that's for like steam yeah, even though I, I did see, uh, I saw some non-Sonic stuff going on in Sonic Mania. I, if you watch the trailer, like, Knock Knuckles is climbing a wall in there. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's stuff that happened in uh, Sonic Adventure, and that was kind of the beginning of the end for Sonic. Well, Knuckles climbed walls in uh, Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. But that wasn't... So they're I mean, bringing that back. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't my favorite, though. Right, well, they got to put a little nod to Knuckles, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just afraid. I don't want to, you know, sometimes you just want to run. You just want to run fast. And not have to climb walls, is all I'm Sometimes saying. Sometimes you just want to pile your cartridges up <laughs> on top of each other so they're super mega Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they'll come out with something that can go in the bottom of the Switch and become a different system. Like like oh, 32X. Gosh. That'd be a great thing to do. A dock that's also a CD drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> 32X CD. Not portable anymore. you got to put it in here. Let's see. What else, what else do we have this week? Speaking of J- uh, JRPG stuff, 
Dragon Quest X got a date for release in Japan. In Japan. Not in America yet, but still. Um, Nintendo Switch, September 20, 21st. I watched some footage of it. There was like a trailer that uh, came out. Um, it was all in, all in Japanese, but about like halfway, about a half an hour into it. You can watch some of it. And I, when I first look, was looking at it, I thought it was like Dragon Quest XI. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't look like Dragon Quest XI. Because it's all like real-time battle. And I'm like, this is weird. And then I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's 10. Because there's, like, different versions that come with different upgrades, and you get more characters. And I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't sound like a regular Dragon Quest uh, game. But then I realized it was the MMO. I'm like, oh, okay. So Dragon Quest Ten is the MMO? Yeah, that's the MMO, which came out for Wii, Wii U, and now Switch in Japan. So this would be the third version of it. But supposedly it's good. I mean, I you know I haven't played it, but people seem to like it. But yeah, it was on... You said it was out for the DS? No, it was out for the Wii. Oh. And, the, and the, it was out for the Wii, the Wii U, and... Uh, is and it now, a pretend the, MMO or Switch. is it a true MMO? I think it's a true MMO. I don't know. I, I haven't played it. I, I I can't get it here. I mean, I don't speak Japanese, and I don't have a. I don't you know I haven't imported it, and I don't have a Japanese Wii or Wii U. But uh, it's I, I know that it's coming out. I know that it's going to come out to Switch. But is there still? Yeah, there's still no nothing saying that it's going to come out here. I'm sure it won't. But uh, if you if you can read Japanese, there's a site you can go to and try to apply for the beta, which I looked at, but I couldn't figure out what was what it was saying it looks cool yeah and uh and that's after uh the dragon quest 11 comes out on the on the 29th of july on the 3ds and ps4 so oh wow i'm still tempted to i'm still tempted to get an import of it for 3ds and just try to play it because i don't know when it's going to come out into america and i kind of just want to mess around with it because it looks really cool like that that graphics look really nice we'll see how i feel in the end of july on that Let's see, uh, what's it, uh, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, that comes out next week. It's like that release. I don't know what comes out tomorrow, do you know? I thought maybe it was Rhyme, or is that coming out later? Because I think it's already out for PS4. I'm not sure. Is it Voaz? No, that's an update to Voaz. That was a launch Uh, game, wasn't it? No, Voaz is already out. Yeah, no, that's I not think Voez came uh, out. I think Voez came out like the second week or the third week, something like that. I uh, guess there's new DLC for Blaster Master. Oh yeah, much about that. Yeah, I, st- I still haven't played all the way through that. Like, I think I got to like the second part of it and got kind of lost. Couldn't find the next part. Um, yeah, Platinum Games says that they're working on a Switch game. That's cool. People are still thinking it's like uh, Bayonetta or Bayonetta Three, one of those. They- they've shown some of the playable characters from Fire Emblem on there there's uh they showed like the twins from the first uh from the first game shion and lion and um martha's on there of course and uh chrome from awakening we're all confirmed as playable characters for fire emblem warriors the uh dynasty warriors type game they showed some of the people for that which i'm still kind of on the fence on that but i'm sure it'll look great if i'm being uh if this is legit i found a place that says tomorrow we're supposed to get it another snk game well, I figured that. I get one uh, every week. It's a 1992 shoot 'em up last resort. I don't know what that is. Sounds about, sounds about right. Um, and then a, a game called Astro Duel Deluxe that was originally released on Steam in 2015. Oh. It's kind of like Astro is. Okay. Well, I've, so, I've, yeah, I've, if that would, if that ends up being that, then that's cool. That sounds, that sounds about right. I wonder when. 3DS when the... gets Harvest Moon Skytree Village. Oh, I didn't even know that was coming out. And Wii U's getting Bonk's Revenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wii U. Oh yeah, well yeah, because they uh, did some of those. Did you uh, did you see any of this uh, blasphemous game? Did you see that? There's, no. a new, there's a new trailer for that. There's another indie. I guess it had a Kickstarter. There's a there was a trailer for that showing, and that looks really cool. It's like a it's like a 2D uh, 2D game starring this guy with a giant like looks like he's wearing like a giant uh, dome on his head or a giant pyramid on his head, like a drill almost, and he's a giant sword. It's going through like 2D stuff. Looks kind of Castlevania. 
There's like some. So you think it's like it. a Metroidvania? I don't know, but it looks but it looks really good. Like the graphics are great. It's a whole lot. Oh of, wow, like, he's creepy looking. Yeah, he's like going around slashing people and all that. But it looks it looks kind of like Castlevania. Is what I get the idea of it. But I don't know what the release date is on that. But I saw a trailer for it and I was like, oh yeah, I'll definitely check that game out. Looks brutal. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, maybe it's uh, got combos or something. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of looks like it's melee based combo driven. I mean, it looks hard because it's showing this guy die like multiple times. <laughs> yeah, this game looks great. Yeah, right. So is it funded? Is it is it happening or is it still in the? Oh, I think it's. I thought it was. Actually oh, yeah, the goal is achieved. It's saying right here. Yeah. No, I don't think they'd be showing like a trailer if it wasn't. It wasn't fully there. I thought it had a date on it that it was coming out in a couple of weeks. On the Kickstarter page, it's saying on all the reward levels that. It's November November 2018. Or, I'm sorry. No, it <laughs> that's, says... That's a long uh, time from now. It does say November of 2018. Wow. That's not soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, November of next year. It says that the Kickstarter is going to continue collecting money until June 21st. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, there's regardless, there's a new trailer for it, and it looks pretty sick. It does. That would be awesome on Switch. For sure. Yeah, no, I want to play it. It looks great. Did you buy any games this week? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I, well, I, I did, of course. I bought uh, the game I told you about, Street, Ultra Street Fighter 2. You sure did. Yeah. Did I, did you? You bought a couple things too, right? Yeah, I bought a couple Game Boy game, Game Boy Advance games. For sure. I got a Fire Emblem, uh, Sacred Stones, because that's what it was kind of recom- recommended to me last week to grab one of the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And we also said that is the easier one because there's a map in it. And you can kind of yeah. you can kind of grind a little bit. Like the other one, you can't grind. You just go from level to level. But in that one, you can actually there's like different there's guys you can engage with aside from just doing the regular missions. So you can kind of like grind a little bit in between. Well, I'm enjoying it so far. I've only played past the first couple of levels, but it's and cool. What is uh, uh, who, who's the guy in that one? Who's the main guy? Like uh, Ellie Wood? Elo- Elohim or something like that, or a frame Ephraim or something like that. Ephraim, yeah. yeah. Right, or Sometimes I always that call, sounded biblical. I call him a frame. Like it's e, isn't it? E p h r r a i m. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I played a little bit of that game. That was a, a prince or something like that. Yeah, I actually lost my save battery on that game, so I lost the saves for that. Oh shit! Yeah, and I actually wrote a I wrote an article about that too. If you guys want to read, huh? It's on, a good article. I read it on WordPress. I wrote I wrote an article about losing game files because I deal with that a lot now with playing a lot of retro games. I mean, I lost a my I had a, I had a I had a game card for the GameCube that had all of my saves on it, and that got corrupted, so I lost all of that like a couple of years ago, which sucks. But and you know, formatting hard drives and all that fun stuff, and of course, you know, Super Nintendo games that have batteries that die and nothing saves and all that stuff. So I wrote an article you, about that. The be- the thing that I would add, I don't know if you mentioned it in your article, but one of the most annoying parts about losing your save data is if you're playing a game like Monkey Ball, where you have to unlock the two player modes. Oh yeah, I didn't even think that about that. That especially yeah. sucks because. You know, maybe you maybe you're not looking to get back into that game. You just you're with a friend that also loves the multiplayer mode, and you just want to boot it right up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess that but that's happens. rare. I think. I guess I don't that, think there's a lot of games that are like that. Well, I mean, when you said that, I just thought about uh, because uh, WarioWare Twisted does that too, or uh, no, WarioWare Smooth Moves does that too. You have to beat the game before you get the multiplayer. So, which I ran into that because whenever you would just you're like, I'm just going to bring the disc over to a friend's house and we'll play some two-player. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> you don't get two-player until you beat the game. Thankfully, it doesn't take very long to beat the game on that. You can probably beat it in like 30 minutes, so you can go through it. But yeah, that's that's what it reminded me of, that type of thing, where you got to like go through and, and unlock all the extra stuff. But I actually wrote an article. I haven't finished editing it, so I should say I'm working on an article about the other stuff I found today, though. Um, I found some hardware when I bought my uh, games. What is that? 
I bought four more Game Boy Advance SPs. Uh, four? All in one thing? Yeah, just one purchase of four of them. Jeez. Do they all work or, or do, they, do they all have like stuff that, do they all have like chargers that are broken or game they slots all work. that aren't They're there? They're all perfect. Um, one of them's a little bit scratched on the outside part, but that's not a big deal to me. But they're all the they're all the AGS 101s, and I got them for less than uh, the internet would give them to me. So I, I like that. So uh, I'm gonna. I already. Uh, so how much so were they for all four of them? It was uh, it was forty each. Oh okay. And they came with chargers. Oh wow. So so you had to get all so you got all of them together. So that's like what 160 for all of it. Yeah, I was just yeah. I was shocked they had them. This is the same place I found the NES Classic. Like I went in and usually they might have one or two SPs sitting in that case, but today there is a ton of them, man. Almost all of them were the the good ones, so I just Jeez. got really lucky. <laughs> well, you got a uh, yeah, you got some SPs there. How many? Do you, a, how many do you have now? It's a project that I like to do, uh, custom building the ca- cases or whatever. So I already switched out the guts of my uh, my uh, NES edition. That was my first SP that I bought. Yeah, I switched it out with the brighter screen tonight, and it's awesome. Oh yeah, I bet that's definitely cool. So my first Game Boy SP got upgraded today. It's probably the most exciting part of all to me. <laughs> For sure, yeah, yeah. I did a I did a little video, like a it's like a fifteen minute video of me playing a street a Super Street Fighter Two Turbo Revival on Game Boy Advance that I put up on YouTube earlier. So check that out. I was gonna do I was gonna try to do a couple of uh, Street Fighter and, and vo- like related ones. I was thinking, I was gonna like do a do a playthrough of like Capcom versus SNK Two and maybe like Street Fighter Alpha Three for Game Boy Advance also because those are like three of my favorites that are on Nintendo consoles. And they remind us how great the Game Boy Advance is. Well, yeah. Well, Captain vs. SNK is a GameCube game, but but the fact that Street Fighter Alpha Three was on Game Boy Advance was pretty was pretty awesome. Like that kind of blew my mind because at the time I thought that was like that was like my favorite Street Fighter game of all time, and you could only get it on PlayStation, and all of a sudden it came out on Game Boy Advance, and it looks great. So I was very excited about that. Um, otherwise, I did buy just just Gaia Five, so I've also been playing that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. How's, I had, how's I had that to start it all over again, like. We thought I probably would have to. Yeah, that's okay though. I mean, if you didn't put but, a whole lot into it. One thing that's cool though, since it's like um, it's like a uh, game of the year edition or what? I don't. That's not what they call it. They call it the complete edition. I think it comes with a bunch of bonuses. And I actually consulted Colin about this one. It'll give you a million money. I can't remember what they're called. Whatever the units of money are in the game. Yeah. It'll, it'll give you a million of them from the get go if you choose to accept that. So I got a hold of Colin. I was like, Colin, am I ruining the game for myself by uh, taking <laughs> by, this money? By getting he's like, money. He's like, nope, take the money. No. So, so he said that there's no like a co- like major economy thing going on in the game. Like, I guess probably meaning there's not a point where you have to have a bunch of money to buy the best weapon or something like that. But uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll regret it. Maybe it'll make the game too easy. But I took the money. Oh yeah. Well, maybe a million of whatever is not that much in that game, and you get a million exactly. like playing through a regular level or something like that. Some games are like that, where you get where you get a lot of money quickly. It and just you, exponentially increases as you get yeah, further in the and game, and you really need like five hundred million to get something or something like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, maybe it's not even enough to buy like the kind of potion I'm going to need later. Yeah, probably not. That's but still, cool. it's kind of a cool little. Uh, bonus and there's a lot of other bonuses it lets you um add extra classes of characters to uh that you can add to your team you still have to pay for them but it adds them to the menu and then there's actually like characters from past disjaya games this guy yeah games um that you can just get which i haven't done but uh i imagine there's a limit to your roster your total roster you can have and i think you can only deploy 10 people at a time in a battle 
So they do put limits on it, but as far as I can tell so far, you can have way more than 10 people in your roster to choose from. Oh, okay. Can you, so it's kind of cool. Can you use them? I mean, well, you can't use all of them at once, though, I'm sure, on the actual levels. Nope. So you just have to choose, like, accordingly what you think you're facing. Try to smartly get the 10 that are the best from your inventory. That's kind of like an inventory of people, whatever, your roster. Oh, okay. um, but it's fun, and I've played that. Uh, I got further than I had in the demo because I finally did beat... Um, I finally got to go past the original part, now, which turns out that was the first chapter of the game in the demo because then I'm on chapter two or whatever they want to call it, and um, now I've got that red, red Magnus guy in my party, and I can use him in battle. And the battle difficulty ramped up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I bet for sure. Yeah, we'll have to have to do some updates on that as you play as you play through it more. We'll do. Yeah. Well, do you want? So I also and I also bought Fire Emblem. So now I've got two games to play that are like that. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you don't like um, burn yourself out too much on that type of game by playing two games that are similar to each other. That's kind of what happened to me with the Disgaea demo. You know, because I kind of, I was already really deep into Fire Emblem Echoes, so I just couldn't really get into another game that was like that at that time. So I'll have to wait till later to get into that, which I'm still, which I'm still plugging away on that game as well on Fire Emblem Echoes. I got to where like the two protagonists met each other, so that was like like the next the chapter after where I was on last week's. But uh, do you want to take a break here, and we'll uh, come back and get to our topic? Sounds good, man. All right, cool. Against, against better judgment, I, I decided to buy uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 this this week, just because uh, you know I can't. It's like it's hard for there for there to be a Street Fighter out there that I don't own. I guess apparently, just like how you were mentioning about the multiple Game Boys that you have, it's a similar thing. Like if I know that there's one out yeah, there that I that I that I uh, that I have a way to play it on, I definitely get it. I have my own Street Fighter 5 even, you know, and I don't even like that game very much, but I have it. <laughs> I bought it for cheap. I would have bought it for twenty bucks. But that's that game's a whole another beast in itself. It sure we is. We need to talk about that game, which that's a strange game. But aside from that, Nintendo got a got their first Street Fighter game in a while, I guess, the first new Street Fighter game on the Switch last week, last Friday, and uh, it's it's pretty good. Like I've been, you know, I've been playing it. I've been playing online. I've been playing with some people. Um, I've been, you know, I, I tried the different modes. Like the HD mode looks all right, but I like the I like the HD original sprites better so i've just been doing that i like i like the color edits really cool like i made a i made like a mr negative version of violent ken mr negative is a character from the spider-man comic he's just a guy that's like you know like everything's like backwards like it's what's like we should be a shadow is white and like what isn't is black or whatever i made a character that kind of looks like him of violent ken that i use online i made like a zangief that has like green skin and like purple pants like the hulk and uh, i made like a made like a purple skinned ryu 
like because you you can change the you can change like the skin like the skin color and like the color of what they're wearing and like what their belt or like their headband is or whatever so you can kind of switch it around and you can make you can take it like you can make it like completely white like take all the color out of it or you can make it completely dark so it's fun like if you want to make a I want to go through there and make different guys so you can do that. I know, like, uh, one of the guys from IGN was saying he just went in there and made, like, all the characters Latino because they weren't, you know, <laughs> they don't have any of that. But, uh, they don't. And then what, another weird thing about that, I actually watched the video about a guy talking about how, uh, asking why Violent Ken and, and, and Evil Ryu have darker skin than regular Ken. Oh. Doesn't really make any sense because they're actually not different people. They're just possessed by a different thing. So their skin actually shouldn't be a different color. I don't know. Some uh, sort of a sort of a little uh, racist thing, but Street Fighter Two has never been racist before, right? No, <laughs> I mean they're definitely definitely generalized about a lot of things in that game. But yeah, um, yeah, just playing Ultra Street Fighter Two, I figured that this week we'd talk about, uh, you know, as I said on the on the uh, radio episode, the classicest of the classic fighting games, uh, Street Fighter Two, which is probably, uh, you know. Probably considered the best fighting game by a lot of people. I mean, I, I like it. I have multiple versions of it, but I figured we would just let's just uh, talk about our first experiences with Street Fighter Two. It's definitely what I think of when I think of a fighting game. It's the first game that pops to mind. Yeah. What was uh? When did you first play it, and what did you first play it on? I played this for the first time on the arcade. Must have been back in like ninety two or ninety three. Uh, it's a long ass time ago. I was eight or nine. Um, my dad actually really enjoyed this game, so I spent a lot of time watching him play at the arcade in the Danville Mall that was next door to the movie theater. Oh, okay. Um, my dad also worked at the movie theater um, later on in life. I don't think he did at the time, but uh, it, he, he worked at the movie theater different times of his life. He'd like, leave and do something else for a while and come back, whatever. But um, there, was a, there was this great arcade next door to the theater for years and years. I think it shut down in 94, but it was there for good chunk of the 80s and uh the beginning part of the 90s so that was the only place in danville that really had arcades and street fighter 2 is like one of the show pieces for a while and this was the original street fighter 2 this yeah. wasn't turbo world, or any of the world the warrior upgraded versions well the yeah, world fighter or whatever it's called. yeah well the first uh the first super nintendo one was called street fighter 2 world warrior like i know that and uh then and but the arcades differ i don't know if the arcade was called world warrior if it was just called street fighter 2 the very first one because there's a champion because there's champion edition arcade game which the sega Ge- genesis was called champion edition was the one after that but on super nintendo it was called turbo yeah the street fighter 2 turbo so but yeah i didn't uh, i i played mine first on super nintendo and then i played it in the arcade later but i remember actually reading uh nintendo power and there was a poster of street fighter 2 that i like cut up and put on my wall because i didn't know who the characters were and i kind of like made a collage of them like talking to each other like sort of making fun of the game like because i had never played it and then i played it later and i was like oh wow this game's great but like the first uh the, i remember like not even doing moves like when i first started playing it like not like i didn't do any of the super moves i would mostly just do throws like just walk up to him and hit the button and do the throw because they took out and that was how I beat most guys. And I was I would, a thrower and a tripper. Yeah, and I would play as uh, I would play as Dalsim and E Honda and Blanca were like my were like my guys that I would play as. Well, because Blanca and E Honda or were had moves that are really easy to do because you just tap mm-hmm. the one button, you know, and there weren't involving rolls or anything like that. Which I didn't even learn how to do rolls until later, like how to get into like. Ryu and all that, which is a funny story about that. The whole the reason I learned how to do that was because I rented World Heroes, the SNK game for Super Nintendo, and it came with an instruction booklet that explained to you how to do roll moves, and that was how I learned how to do them was through playing cool. those games. 
So then I tried it later on, on the Street Fighter and it all clicked. But no, there was a, I read through the, the booklet for World Heroes because it showed all the moves of all the different characters. And it explained, like I remember reading it, it says like, hold down and then move your thumb up to right to do it. And I didn't understand, you know, just from looking like, if you imagine just looking at a book, just an instruction book that just has, that just shows down, forward, and then a button, you know, I didn't understand what that meant. You know, and it was completely confused by it because I'd never seen anything like that before, you know, when I was a kid. But, uh, yeah, and that one, the one booklet of World Heroes explained how to do it. And I finally figured out how to do it. And I was like playing as the two, because they have two characters that are pretty much Ren and Ken and Ryu in there. And uh, I was just basically playing as them. And then I started playing as like Ken and Ryu and the other one, who I called Ryu back then. But, yeah, <laughs> you I know. called Ryu also. <laughs> but, uh, well, once I started watching the Japanese movie, uh, the anime Street Fighter 2, I started calling Ryu, 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 because he's called Ryu in that. And also, the characters are all switched around, which I've sure mentioned. If you watch the Japanese version, they are. Where, But that's, yeah, we can get into that in a minute. But, but yeah, that was my first playing experience, was playing uh, the very first Street Fighter II World Warrior. And I remember, like, playing them as they came out. Like, I feel like right when I started playing World Warrior was just right before Turbo came out. Because I feel like Turbo came out, like, a couple weeks after I started playing that first one. Yeah, so I remember we rented this right after it came out on the Super Nintendo, because, you know, I remember my dad you know, show me the Hadouken on the arcade mode. He had heard how to do it from someone else Yeah, um, that showed him how to do it. So I learned how to do it on the uh, arcade stick first, the actual arcade stick. So it was kind of weird translating that to a D-pad, I will say. Oh, but for sure. I figured it out after a while. And I remember we but we rented this game. And while we had it, my cousins came over to, to hang out and my aunt and uncle and stuff. And this game just stayed on for an entire day, I remember. Um it kept it kept track of how many matches you'd played and it maxed out at 99 like we just kept playing over and over and over and over and over again for hours and everybody's kept switching out playing it like everyone loved this game and didn't didn't want to lose your awesome. count <laughs> didn't want to lose your count so you just kept it on there well i think it was just that it didn't get turned off because it was constantly being played be- among like 12 people like we were switching in and out of like you know when the, the adults weren't playing the kids were playing or the kids were playing the adults or whatever like maybe you know the kids were kicked off for a while and they would just play. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So this game got its rental money. It was worth its rental money. So not long. I mean, it, it couldn't have been more than a year later when turbo came out. My dad surprised us with that game. And we were actually really surprised that it was street fighter two turbo. Cause it had just come out Yeah. and we usually got our games used, you know, once they'd been out for at least a few months. But I remember like I heard, I heard about street fighter two turbo. I'd seen it in the arcade and my dad surprised us with it. Um, and we were thrilled about it. And so once again, we started playing the heck out of it and had the four extra characters and you can make it quicker and there are more stages. It was awesome. For sure. Well, uh, yeah, Turbo was the one where you got to play as the bad guys. Like that was the big, that was the big deal for me was that was the and first it was almost, time. Yeah. And it was almost like we had like, it was almost a legend that you could play as the bad guys, but I had seen the, in the arcade that you could. Yeah. That was the, yeah, that was the first time. Yeah. You could play as like Vega, Balrog, Sagat and, uh, Bison. And, um, I remember watching, uh, playing as Vega because, you know, they had the, they had the like fence on the back of his level and he climbed it like every time you played him in the, in, in two. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, whenever I, you know, if I get to play as him, like, well, I get to climb there, but it, it's not the same. You just jump no, off the not. wall now. You jump to a, a spot, remain stationary and then you can jump off. Yeah. And there's two yeah. different. Yeah. You can either do like the swipe move or you can do the, the grab the like suplex as well from there which you know if you're good enough you just drag and punch through that whenever he whenever he comes down but yeah i remember remember correctly my my first play character that i played a lot was chun li just because of like you had said with the ihan oh because of the quick kicks 
Yeah, and just do her flurry kick because it's the first move I figured out. And uh, so I stuck to her for a while and then gravitated to Blanca. And Blanca is when I started to like get a little better at the game and learn a, little, a few more moves and try to work on more of a strategy than yeah. just kicker electroshock constantly sure yeah once i once i figured out how to do like the hold tap moves like which i had figured out from like blanca and e honda and like once i figured that out and i started playing through all the characters like bison he became my guy because you could kind of just like go back and forth with the with the psycho crusher from one one side to another and even if so even if they blocked it you could still like throw them like at the end of the Psycho Crusher. So that was like kind of my move that I used to dominate, yep. to dominate through like the, you know, through the arcade machine and like the regular game. He had that. And I don't know if it was called a scissor kick. He had like a kick that he did too. Yeah, the scissor kick. It was also yeah. a charge move that was really cool. Yeah. And he also had the one where he could stand on your head, yep. <laughs> which was the down up move, which I still have a hard time doing those moves. I still find those difficult to do. The, the hold down tap up. I can never get the, I can never get the timing right for it, but I play people online that are pretty good at it. But, uh, Chun Li could do a similar thing if you held down. Oh yeah, spin round me- medium kick, <laughs> and down you could bounce off of their heads. Yeah, I don't know what she says, but I always thought she said spin round kick when she when she flipped spin upside kick. down. Spin round kick. Spinning round kick. Uh, did you? Uh, I don't know if you remember. You know, like when Chun Li got her uh, Hadoken. That was yeah. Uh, that was, that actually, was turbo, right? Yeah, that was in turbo. Like I thought it was super. I thought it was super for some reason, but I was playing that Japanese copy of the turbo that I had the other night. And it's in there, like the uh, the Hadoken's in there. And I thought that was added after, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I, that was exciting. Uh, it's called Kikoken uh, when she does it. Um, I'm just looking, I happen to be looking at a picture of it right now. Oh, but, yeah. But uh, the, the other thing that was cool were the flaming moves. So, like, you could have a flaming Hadouken now or a flaming kick from different characters. Oh, well, I mean, the flaming the flaming Hadoken was, was brought in in a Super. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I th- thought the flaming Hadoken was in turbo i thought it was a i thought it was a glitch or could you could do it because i did see a red hadoken in there when i was playing it but i didn't do it on purpose but like the i know like the flaming the flaming uh, the the flaming dragon punch of ken's that was brought in super that wasn't yeah you're right here it lists all the stuff that were new from the original uh ryan kin can perform can perform hurricane kick in midair e honda has an anti-aerial attack where he does the sumo smash or whatever? I think I know what that that is. And like that, that's in and, turbo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blanca yeah. can do the rolling attack like upwards too. Yeah, and I know that. Yeah, I know that you can do the the. I know you can do the spin kick in, in midair on turbo because I did that on the Japanese version also when I was playing it. Uh, Chun Li does the fire the fireball, and then uh, Zangief is Zangief something complicated. <laughs> Well, he has a better version of another grab move that he does, and it makes him invulnerable while he's doing it. Oh, the spinning power driver? Because I don't think they added the... Um... The high-speed double lariat, or du- turbo spinning clothesline. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they, there's a different version of that, because uh, I think you hold all kicks, and you can do that. Because in Super, they added the uh, the running the running power bomb and like the super suplex or whatever that he does. Like I, I kind of grew to love Zangief. I actually love playing as him now. Like once I figured out how to do the uh, spinning pile driver, yeah, you a, did that's it. A pretty on awesome the, move. Uh, event. I did do it. I did do it on you in the event. <laughs> I'm always excited when I can get when I can pull that off. I know, man, that's Just, awesome. I never. I don't know if I've successfully pulled that off even in practice. Uh, there is one other thing. Dalsum can teleport. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's I was doing that too, playing as him. I actually have a. I actually have an original Nintendo Power. I should have grabbed it like before we started recording. But I have an original original Nintendo Power strategy guide for Street Fighter Two Turbo, which I got when I was a kid, which is awesome. And uh, at the bottom of like in the bottom corner of the pages, like as you go through the guide, it has like a little flip book that shows like the characters doing moves 
in the cool. bottom, which is pretty cool. Like I remember one of them is is like Ryu shooting a Hadoken at, at Zangief and Zangief doing the spinning lariat like through the Hadoken. Because he could do that now, like where it doesn't hurt him. I yeah. don't know if you could do that in the first one or, not, or in two or not, but you can in that one. And they're pointing that it out. Was added in turbo on here. Okay, and they and they did another. They showed like they showed like Chun Li's Hadoken or Kikoken or whatever it is, and then it was just like did just little animations of the characters doing stuff. And I would just kind of just flip through that and watch it. And it had like Vega was on the cover. Like I thought he was really cool, you know, when I before I knew that Vega was really bison and all that. But uh, but yeah, I remember having that strategy guide, and I I was like I I was thinking about digging it up, and I completely forgot about it until just now. But I have to I have to look at it and look at some of the stuff in there. But just Street Fighter Two in general, definitely a a game that pulls me all the way back to the early days of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, interesting thing that I noticed on the um on the new Ultra Street Fighter Two. Like when it starts, it says like 30th anniversary of Street Fighter. And I'm like, I'm like, Street Fighter 2 isn't that old. That's actually 30th anniversary of Street Fighter 1 is what they mean. Oh, the side scrolling game. Yeah. No, Street Fighter 1's a fighter. It's just it not very good. Yeah. You can actually, you can actually buy it on Wii. I have it. You can buy it. Is it's an NES game. It's a, it was on Turbo Graphics, Turbo Graphics 16. It's called Fighting Street, but you can buy it through the eShop on the Wii U. Or through the Wii or whatever, and I bought it just because I wanted to play Street Fighter One, and the whole game's on there. It's really it's hard as balls, and I can't beat it. But uh, yeah, the the redheaded Ryu is in there, and basically it was it's a fighting game. It doesn't like the Hadoukens and stuff are kind of hard to do because it's an archaic fighting game. But it's a straight up fighting game, and uh, you play as Ryu. You don't pick a character when you start. You go through different guys. Sagat is the last is the last is the boss because supposedly he gets his scar from that game. And the way the way to get Ken is like you uh, you you do two player, and the second player is Ken. And if the and if the second player beats the first player, then you go through the regular game as Ken. Is the way <laughs> it works. But that's yeah, they're they're identical. Uh, Ken and uh, Ken and Ryu. Ryu has red hair. Ken has blonde hair. Um, it doesn't. The Ryu in there doesn't really look like the Ryu that you know now. But you can totally play the game on uh, on on Virtual Console. It's called Fighting Street for some reason, but it's an actual like fairly good port of the original arcade game. So I bought that game when it came out just to play it, just because it's the first Street Fighter. Because you rarely see it. I know that like we went to Galloping Ghost, it was there, but it's you rarely see an actual like arcade copy of it. So yeah, there's some there's some trivia about Street Fighter One there. Wow. Came out came out in '87, so that's what's uh, that's what the 30 year thing is. Because I think Street Fighter Two is '92, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's not quite at 30 yet. But yeah, that's for the very first Street Fighter. Which I think there's like one other guy from Street Fighter 1 that made in made it into Street Fighter Alpha later. Because Alpha was supposed to be like a prequel game. So some of the guys from, uh, I think it's like Haddon might have been the guy. Or Addon was the guy who was in there that made it through. But yeah, there's a couple there's a couple guys from the first game that made it into later Street Fighter games. Uh, Saget made it. Oh, you thought there was one other person? No, into uh, I'm talking about into the Alpha series. Not the regular, street, not the Street Fighter 2 series. Oh, okay. There were two guys from Street Fighter One that were in there. Okay. Which uh, Street Fighter uh, Street Fighter Alpha Two that was on Super Nintendo, which I ended up buying that, and I think I lost my cartridge. I don't think I have it anymore. I'm wondering how much that game is worth. But that was like the last Street Fighter game, pretty much for Nintendo, uh, aside from uh, Virtual Console stuff until now, <laughs> until the Ultra Street Fighter Two. Well, I may guess. I mean, you got like Turbo Revival. And Street Fighter Alpha 3 on Game Boy Advance, but I guess not including the Game Boy stuff. That was like the, the last console version. With Cammy. Yeah, Cammy was, uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about Super Street Fighter 2 then? Speaking of Cammy. I know we got this game and I, we definitely owned it and played it, but we didn't get into it as, because, I mean, 
you know, it was well, just an upgraded version of a game we'd already been playing yeah. for years. So. Well, some, I just of, don't remember yeah. getting into it as much. Well, a lot of people say that Turbo is better than Super Street Fighter because of like balance, whatever they did in there. Yeah. So they kind of change the characters around every time they make a new version. I know some people, actually, some people kind of dislike the the Ultra Street Fighter two, the one that's out now for Switch because of like balance issues and stuff like that. Oh. Which I haven't really noticed aside from like Ryu and Ken being incredibly powerful in there, which I noticed. Uh, I mean, noticed a major major damage difference between moves. Between like Super Street Fighter Two Turbo Revival and Ultra Street Fighter Two, the like damage is completely different. Like between the characters, which I noticed in the video that I made with it, I just kind of cranked up the damage so I could go through it quicker. But the way it's uh, automatically the default is uh, pretty low for some of the characters compared to Ultra Street Fighter. But uh, yeah, that was the only like I rented Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Two Turbo like almost like every weekend for like a long time. I was surprised I didn't figure out like if I would just if I would just like stop renting it, I could just buy it and not rent it you know i my, yeah. i mean i was like a teenager i couldn't figure that out but i just kept running the game well and also when you have you had a lot less money so yeah well i didn't have like immediate gratification versus having to yeah. wait to buy it well it was pretty hard for me to get 60 bucks like i remember i remember saving for like a month to buy like killer instincts or something like that you know because i never bought a new game as a as a child i never had that <laughs> i would do so i would just save some of my allowance because i didn't have a job yet or anything like that so it's kind of like you know or like whatever, or say part of my paper out money or something like that, you know. Or maybe like maybe I could buy like a game like around Christmas or something like that with extra like family money, you know. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I guess uh, yeah, I didn't even think about trying to save my money from from uh, renting it. I guess I wanted like the instant instant gratification, like you're saying. I'm just I'm just getting it. It looks like a uh, Street Fighter Alpha Two Super Nintendo selling for like thirty something. I just want to check it. But wow. a Super Super Street Fighter 2 was that was the first I mean I remember I bought the cartridge later a used copy but I think we bought it uh, like you were with me I think I bought it from a GameStop somewhere when I was uh, when I was in college but I bought that for a couple bucks and that was the only one I owned for a while which I ended up selling unfortunately. But uh, I got that one because I thought it was the best version or whatever. But a lot of people swear by Turbo that that one's, you know, better because it does run a little bit better, I guess, because of like, more characters or whatever. But um, yeah, Super Street Fighter 2, that was the one where they started bringing in new guys. They brought in DJ, Cammy, uh, Fei Long, which I do like Fei Long. He's like my favorite of all of those. Yeah, Fei Long's cool. And T-Hawk. T-Hawk sucks. Yeah. <laughs> which apparently some people have discovered that he has some value nowadays is what I heard. Some people have been using him. I actually got beat by T-Hawk online. So maybe they, so they've balanced him. Maybe out. they balanced him out or something like that. But he does have a Zangief type move that's like a that's a that's like a full circle where he like grabs you by the head and kind of like spins you around and like drops you. I don't know if you remember that one. That was an interesting move of his. But yeah, I couldn't really figure him out. But I remember I, I played as DJ for a while, like when it came out, because he had like hold moves. And I used uh, Phalong because I like Phalong because he had the flaming, he had the flame kick, like the anti-air flame kick. And he, had, he also like, had the, some really cool victory animations. Well, yeah, if you do the, because uh, he had like the sliding punch thing, and if you do like three three of them in a row, he like vibrates his his pelvis or whatever. He's like, yeah, oh! yeah. yeah, and he does a lot of that vibrating stuff when he wins, and he has nunchucks with him, even though he doesn't use them, but he pulls them out like sometimes. He's obviously Bruce Lee. They're just celebration you know? nunchucks. Yeah, they gotta they gotta throw a Bruce Lee character in there, but that's basically what he is. Um, I always thought there was a little. Uh, I didn't understand like what was going on with uh, M Bison. Uh, which you want to talk about the different names of these guys because they're actually all they're all different in Japan. Like uh, yeah. M Bison is actually Mike Bison, which is the which is the which is the boxer because he was named Mike Bison to be incorporated with Mike Tyson. Yeah, 
And from what I heard, it had to do with Mike Tyson uh, getting involved with some stuff that maybe they didn't really want to be a part of because, you know, he got arrested a couple times and rape charges, that type of thing. So they kind of rearranged them all around to where, like, you know, Bison. So, like, in Japan, the guy the guy that we know as Bison is called Vega. And the guy that we know as Vega is Balrog. And the guy that we know of as uh, Balrog is Bison. So you figure that out. They're all switched. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's just like shifted in a circle. Yeah, even though the only one that's the same. Sagat's still Sagat. Yeah, the Sagat's still the same. Which I used to, we used to call him Bob Sagat when <laughs> when we played the game because you know he's he's got the he's Bob Sagat. He's got the same last name as a uh, yeah. I like I like Sagat. He's a uh, he, you know he's a little little tall and hard to move, but his uppercut his uppercut can be pretty pretty damaging if you can hit it all the way. Yeah, and he's got that uh, thing he shoots. It's almost like a sonic boom faster oh sure oh yeah the tiger uh-huh. <laughs> yeah no there's a there's a high one and a low one i'm sure you've seen i mentioned it before i'm sure you've seen the movie right the animated movie the japanese one i have not oh it's it's great like i i'm surprised you haven't seen it it's it's excellent it's probably the best uh it's the best street fighter 2 movie there is that i've seen i mean i haven't seen the even granted i haven't seen like legends of chun li which was the last one they made and i didn't see the the um what, what was it the the one uh the one that had like Van Damme in it, I didn't see that one either. The live action one. So it's the only Street Fighter <laughs> anime. It's the only Street Fighter movie I've seen, but it's good. It's really good. It actually opens up with a, a fight between Ryu and Sagat, and it shows like him getting his chest split open and all that. And uh, it, and there's a really cool part where uh, Vega like attacks uh, Vega attacks Chung Li like at, like in her bedroom, and she like kicks him out of a window and like almost dies during it. Like that whole fight scene is amazing. But yeah, there's a whole lot of great animation in it. You should totally see it if you haven't seen it. There's a uh, Violent Ken, the character Violent Ken from uh from the new Ultra Street Fighter. He's from that movie. Like that character is the character of Ken who gets possessed by Bison at the end of the movie. So I always oh. thought uh. I always wondered why there was an evil Ryu and not an evil Ken, because evil Ken was the one that was in that movie, and I was like, why didn't they do that? But apparently Violent Ken was already a character who was in Capcom vs. SNK 1, which I don't have, but I have two. So he did exist already, but they just brought him back for this, for this game in, uh, in Ultra Street Fighter 2. But yeah, he's he's that character from that game, but from that movie. But everybody's in there, like you see like T-Hawk and DJ and, and Cammy. And Cammy's in there, and like Fei Long is in there. Like you see little pieces of all of the characters in the movie, and it's kind of like it's mostly about Ken and Ryu, obviously. And they're both, uh, you know, Ken, Ryu is on his whole is on the path to try to find the best fighter and all that stuff. And there's a, you know, the the like Shadow Lu Corporation, which is like Bison's thing, is in there, and they're like searching for the best fighter too. And they kind of go through that, and you see like there's like a little Easter egg of Akuma, like in like in one second shot, and. It's cool though. Like you see, you see all the main characters, and there's a lot of there's a lot of awesome fights in it, and you know, get to get to hear them all speak and all that. I get a kick out of it. There's some pretty funny, there's some pretty funny lines in it, especially if you watch the uh, the dubbed version. But it's yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Interesting thing, like I bought a, and it was like the I bought I bought a, a Street Fighter Two Anniversary Edition for PlayStation Two. It came with that movie, like you could watch the movie through the game and uh, Street Fighter Three as well. But the funny thing is, like the version of that movie is edited, so like the blood, like you don't see any of the blood or any of that from like the beginning part with Sagat, which which is a shame. So if you get a hold of it, don't watch that version. Don't watch the Street Fighter Two Anniversary PlayStation Two version because it's edited. So it looks like this was the first one that had combos in it. Super Street Fighter 2 did? Or at least that kept track of your combos. I, I think combos existed, but it, because combos were becoming more of a, a staple in fighting games, I think, at this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and in, uh, in Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival, they 
they uh, keep track of your combos. Like when you end, like when you beat the when you beat a guy, it shows just like how many combos you've done, you did in that match, or whatever. And there was also a Super Street Fighter Two Turbo as well, which was like an arcade that had a uh, Akuma in it, but Finally. but that didn't uh, that didn't come to Super Nintendo unfortunately so we missed that could one. you could you like unlock akuma somehow in super street fighter 2 i didn't think you could like i, I didn't get him i know you can in turbo revival but oh, turbo revival is based on uh, turbo turbo revival is based on super street fighter 2 turbo because it has because because super street fighter 2 turbo also added the uh super move gauge in the bottom so where everybody had like a super move and then you know from there like street fighter 3 and street fighter alpha they all kind of got into using like super moves and stuff like that yeah super street fighter 2 turbo he was a secret character yeah in super street fighter 2 turbo but that's yeah. not the super nintendo one it is not no the super nintendo one is just two so we never got akuma matata as a playable character on the snes <laughs> No. But he was on the Game Boy. Even though I think he's in, uh, I think he's in the um, Street Fighter Alpha Two though. Yes. Yeah, no, he's right on the front cover. He he's in that one, which came out for Super Nintendo, which is a pretty impressive. Uh, oh, okay. Then we did get him. Yeah, I mean, we got it, but just not in the Street Fighter Two series and the Alpha series. It was impressive that they got that game to work. Like I remember buying it, like when, like around when it came out towards the very end of Super Nintendo, and it has like a couple couple second loading time at the beginning, and you can actually get it on 3DS. I bought it. Uh, I bought it on 3DS or Virtual Console to play it. But there's a little bit of loading time at the very beginning there, but aside from that, it, it plays really smoothly. Oh, it's like pixel perfect or whatever. The uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good for for what that you know for what for how to. I don't want to say it's well. I mean, the 3DS one is like the pixel perfect Super Nintendo one, but uh, yeah, the the cartridge in itself it emulates the arcade you know as well as it can. But yeah, Street, Street Fighter Two has been a it's been a game that's followed me around forever, probably because it just keeps getting released for everything. Now, if I got my if I got a copy of this Switch version, can we play online? We should be able to. I mean, I've I've been playing people online since I got it. You mean like can I directly look you up as a friend? Probably. Cool. It's forty, right? Yeah, it's forty. <laughs> Yeah. It's just kind of like how much you want to. I did it also because I want to support Capcom and especially since they said they're gauging their support on this one game. Yeah, so I bought it anyway just because I want them to like re-release Street Fighter 3 and Street Fighter Alpha and all that stuff, which would be really really cool if they did. Oh yeah, it would, man. Which uh they did, they did it for uh, PlayStation. PlayStation 3 had a Street Fighter 3 online game that was released. They could just re-release that, you know, just don't change anything. Just don't charge 40 for it. Uh yeah, I mean, I can like uh I can create a lobby and stuff like that. Cool. And, uh, I think, I know you can look like same region or whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a way that I could, that we could just play online with it. Cause I've been, I've been people playing people online, but I can make a lobby, you know, and you could just find that. So ways, ways to do it. And you can way of the Hado all, all your way through. Yeah. How's, how's way of the Hado? <laughs> I, I didn't like it. I played a little bit and wasn't into it. So I said earlier, I'm not really into the, not really into the motion stuff, unfortunately. Right. But the rest of the game is solid because it's, uh, it's Street Fighter. It's fun. Everybody's, you know, they all have their extra moves and all that stuff and it's cool. I don't know when Dalsim got his anti-air added. Was that in Super Street Fighter 2 or was that in, uh, was that in like HD Remix or Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo? I do not know. Cause now he blows flame into the flames in the air. There's like an extra move that he has that I noticed on this where you, cause it was just fire and flame and those are actually different now. Like the controls of them are different than they were on like on the original turbo. That's what I noticed. But I guess probably because they were so similar and it was hard to do. Cause like one of them's like the dragon punch and one of them's like Hadoken. So it's kind of easy to do one when you're trying to do the other. They just switched those around, but I don't know exactly when. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. Did you ever play, uh, did you ever play Street Fighter, Street Fighter 4 for 3DS? I own it and I played it. I've played it a little bit. I know it came through a bundle. Street Fighter 4 is a cool game. I, I played it more on 
I think it came out for the PlayStation 3. Yeah, it was on PS3 played, and 360. I played it on there when uh, I was living with my last roommate. Yeah, he yeah. had it. Yeah, it's a good game. I wish I would like to see that re-release on Switch, which I don't know if that'll happen, but you know, who's nice. who's who knows? Like I know that 5 is like is like PS3 is PS4 exclusive. That's fine cuz that game's weird. There's still no arcade mode on that game. I played but that that's one a whole a other thing. Too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of pissed me off that I bought it and there's no arcade mode. It's like, what? There's no single player? Um, what? <laughs> Strictly two player. Yeah, it's strange. It's strange to do that for me. I mean, I always like an arcade mode, like I said, to just play through it. Well, apparently that's not what PlayStation fans are after <laughs> that's not what capcom wants to give you but yeah hopefully we'll see more of these games you know i'm hoping that like i said i hope to see like all the spinoffs of it'd be great if they did like some marvelous capcom stuff like a good re-release like marvelous capcom 2 like that was on playstation 3 or they had and like a 360 or they had like a marvelous capcom origins game which i had that had like marvel superheroes and marvelous capcom 1 on it any any of those i would take any of those from Gap from capcom is there uh, is there anything else you want to say about street fighter 2 i think we i think we covered most of it and we didn't really get into much of the spinoffs, but that's fine. There's there's so many of them. It's hard hard to hit on all of them. Pretty much every system since. Uh, wait, was there one on GameCube? There was not a Street Fighter on GameCube, and okay, there was but not a every Street... other Nintendo systems had one. Well, there's since no the Super NES. I was gonna say there's there's there was nothing on 64. Oh, okay, there's you're no right. 64 mm-hmm. game. There was no Street Fighter. Like I said, as far as like um, consoles go. This is the first Street Fighter we've had since Street Fighter Alpha 2. Like, official Street Fighter. And then, and like I said, there were two on Game Boy. But if you're talking about, like, home consoles, this is the first one we've got since wow. uh, since Super Nintendo. So that's a good thing, I guess. Cause, They're uh, back, yeah. baby. Because, uh, yeah, Game Boy, Advance had, Game Boy Advance got two, and then DS didn't get any, and then 3DS got one. Got a one as a launch game. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, which is crazy. Like that was like the one game I wanted to play when the 3DS came out. It's like I don't need to play Nintendo Dogs again. I want to see that Street Fighter Four on there. But yeah, it's nice to see it around again. Hopefully, they hopefully they add some more stuff to it. And uh well, Ryu showed up in Smash Brothers. Like that was kind of crazy. I didn't expect that to happen. He's like one of the last uh, DLC characters. Is this, is he ever going to be an amiibo? He is. I have him. Oh, he's he already is an amiibo. amiibo. Okay. I have. I have the Ryu amiibo. You know, they they I released. I haven't seen it. Yeah, they released all the ones except for like uh, Roy and Bayonetta. Bayonetta, right? But but those are supposed to supposedly coming when they announced Bayonetta for Switch. Yeah, yeah, right. People keep saying that. Well, they, we said earlier that, that they thought it'd be on there. It's a pre-prediction prediction. Did you uh, did you ever beat? Uh, I'm sure you when you had this Street Fighter Two. Did you ever beat it to the? And I had a high enough level where you could see the endings. Yeah. What was your What was your favorite ending? Out of all of them. The only one I really remember is, uh, I remember Chun-Li's and M. Bison's. Oh, M. Yeah. Bison's, the whole world is like burning, right? Or like, he's defeat, he's like a dictator or something at the end. Yeah, M. Bison, actually all of the four boss guys, they all have a similar ending. Where like there's fire, like all the way around the screen and there's guys marching, yeah. like in the bottom. I think they all, the words say different things, but they all, all four of them have similar, have like people marching and all that in the fire. And then Chun-Li was what, she was avenging her father, right? Yeah, she avenges her father and then she like goes through her father's uh, gravestone. My favorite one that. is, uh. I can't really remember many other ones. My oh, favorite the one Blanca is with, one, of course. Well, Zangief, he goes and dances with like a Gorbachev or something. Huh. <laughs> he does like that Russian dance with the legs. And, uh, I know Ryu doesn't show up to the award ceremony and his, and, uh, Ken, like, gets married like he, he his like girlfriend like finds him or whatever and uh was it a uh, guile he like avenged avenges uh charlie which charlie showed up in street fighter alpha also and he's also in street fighter 5 now and uh i forget i forget what else all the different ones but yeah those are always interesting Honda just gets into a spa or something 
<laughs> Maybe. It's yeah. just like sitting there with a couple of geishas or something. Yeah, at one point at one point I went through all of them. Like I think when they when they got re released on Virtual Console on the Wii, I played through like all the different endings and I bought like every one as it came out. But yeah, I always thought that was uh you'd have to, you'd have to play it on a certain difficulty to see the right ending. So I'd always I kinda struggled with that, you know, when I was younger and not as good at it. Alright, no, he's not sitting with two girls, he's sitting with two other sumo some other sumo wrestlers and he's eating food. <laughs> well there you go. You were close on that one. Cool. Was there anything else you want to say, or do you want to you want to call it call it a day on this one? On I episode, think the round is over on episode seven two. Yeah, time out <laughs> or time over. The round the round has ended. And so, uh, if I do get this game, um, I'm gonna be hunt or <laughs> I'm gonna be Blanca because that seems to be the guy <laughs> that I've gravitated towards. Well, now you can play two player ears. though. You can bring it to work and be like, "Hey, you want to play Street Fighter?" And then I'll, I'll back play. him in a corner and shock the shit out. Of him. <laughs> I always play as I always play as Blanca. So let's go. Yeah, we forgot about Blanca's ending. Jimmy, didn't we say that earlier? Yeah, we did. He finds out his parents are dead or something. No, yeah, his uh, <laughs> he he finds his parents and they call him and he's he's they're like he's our Jimmy and they take him home because he like fell out of a plane and like landed in the Amazon somewhere and was like raised yeah. by wolves and somehow his skin turned red or turned green. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but yeah, I don't either. Maybe he just yeah. ate too many plants and he got chlorophyll in his skin. Yeah, maybe. For sure. All right, cool. Well, this has been episode 72. We're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. Um, you could, you know, check out our, check out our podcast on iTunes. Uh, leave us a rating, please. Um, and leave us a review. Uh, we have a, we have a YouTube site, uh, YouTube slash Nintendo main podcast. I've been, I put a video up there of Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival on Game Boy Advance if you want to watch that. We also have a WordPress site. It's like Nintendo main blog dot wordpress.com i put up an article on that and hopefully there'll be another one on there too uh, check that out you know you can check us out on facebook or whatever search us on whatever podcasting you use and you can email us at nintendo made podcast at gmail.com and uh tune in next week as we do some uh start that e3 e3 predictions e3 hype train hype train stuff it's gonna be our second e3 episode so uh yeah get, get excited party time yeah please be excited for the next episode all right cool we'll see you later see ya